North Carolina singer-songwriter Paige King-Johnson joins us on the Music Universe podcast. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Good, man. How about you? I'm laughing out loud because I just listened to Big and Rich, uh, Stay Home. <laughs> yes. It's a great song. I'm curious how they recorded that because obviously I'm everybody's sure separately. staying home. you notice, it's a lot of MIDI. It didn't really sound like a lot of actual band stuff. Yeah. So, I, you know, but I love it. I think this might be the first single about this pandemic since it started. And I know we're going to see a lot more. Oh, yeah. And Big and Rich have a charm to them that's like no other. So it's it's definitely very tongue in cheek and pretty funny. So it's uh, it's a catchy little tune. It is. It absolutely is. So. Speaking of songs and songwriting, and, you know, there is one person that I would actually love to see a quarantine song uh, from, and that's our guest today, Paige King-Johnson. Why? Because she is weathering this out on a farm, and I'm so jealous. <laughs> yeah, she said they've been uh, fishing in the pond at their property, um, and she's been there for two and a half weeks. I, I can't imagine being stuck on a farm for two and a half weeks and not have nothing to do. I mean, she said they didn't have cows, but they got horses. So that's cool. They can ride. They can really enjoy the outdoor life. Yeah. So she's been home a little longer than I've been home. And I got to tell you, I'm not going as stir crazy as I thought. It's starting to get a little groundhog day ish, but like, you know, I think sometimes we just need to put life on pause a little bit. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just been, um, you know, working on the website, working on the podcast, and doing mm -hmm. the housework as I can. And I have to make, I'm bad. I'm a workaholic. So when I get going on something, I don't like to stop. Yeah, I'm the same way. But, you know, Paige is very creative. She hasn't stopped writing. But to her credit, she's not interested in recording. She's not interested in in doing anything other than performing live on Facebook and on some radio shows, but she's not trying to do what Lucas was doing. If we've aired that yet, uh, where he was writing with his, his writers on zoom. And I don't even think she's doing that. I think she's working on some ideas, but she said she needs to be in the room with the people. And so she's just taking this time to, to be with her family, which I think is so important. Yeah. And she's, uh, she lives in Nashville. She has for the last five years. So she's just, you know, back home in North Carolina right now. Paige King Johnson, three names. I love them. How are you doing? Welcome to the Music Universe podcast. I'm doing as good as expected. How are y'all? We're holding up. I've been out of the house in about a week. <laughs> Maybe two weeks at this point. And I go out when needed just to pick up essentials. Yeah. Really, just it's like going to the grocery store and your social outings are going on a walk every every now and then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How are you doing with it? Do you have a nice property you can walk around in? you in an apartment? What's your situation that you can get some air but social distance? Well, so I, I've been living in Nashville for five years, but as all this stuff kind of started breaking, um, I started getting worried. So I decided to come back home. Uh, and I'm originally from North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And so I called a ride back home with one of my friends who also lives in Nashville, um, who's from around where I am, and came back. And so I'm from, uh, I live on a farm back in North Carolina. And so we have 
plenty of acres to get out here and, and be able to walk around and social distance ourselves while still not being confined to one house mm-hmm. with uh, myself and my parents because we would absolutely go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm out in uh, California, and uh, they just said schools are not reopening before August now, so it's definitely getting crazier Holy out there. Holy cow. Yeah, they're, they gotta oh, do, wow. they got to do distant learning. Oh, my gosh, for that long. Don't you know parents are probably freaking out? <laughs> I'm a parent. I'm freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> it, that's, a, that's a lot of responsibility. It is because then you have to make sure yeah, it is. Your, your student is um, yeah doing their work and keeping up with the teacher and all that. So it, it gets a little... Uh, a little overwhelming at times, but uh, you know, that's eh, what they got to do to, I guess, keep uh, keep that yeah. social distancing. So I wanted to ask because we are all social distancing. The kids are learning. The parents are crawling up the walls. What is Paige King Johnson doing on her farm? Are you anything creative? Did you take the guitar with you? Writing? What are you doing? How are you taking advantage of this time? Well, I'm I'm trying to be as productive as possible. Um, I'm very much an extrovert, so being in something like this does cripple me a little bit because I'm just, I feel like sometimes I'm slowly breaking down inside. Um, but yeah. I am taking this time to try to be as creative as possible. Uh, thank the Lord for technology uh, that I can still write with. Uh, friends back in Nashville and and people who may have gone home as well and so via FaceTime, Skype, Zoom, all that kind of stuff I've still been able to do a couple of writes a week to uh, keep that muscle going. I am a songwriter at heart and um, that's kind of what keeps me sane if you will and keeps my head in the game with everything Um, And right now on the artist side, I can't really do much other than, you know, Facebook live concerts or anything like that. And so being able to still write and create um, and, you know, making myself sit down and write just by myself is another thing that I've been having to do just to kind of have some kind of normalcy and to, uh, you know, still be able to create that kind of purpose for myself um, because I feel like as artists it's really easy for us during this time when we're not necessarily in work um, to start feeling lost or to start doubting ourselves and uh, I've even found myself in that headspace you know once or twice just because uh, we we feed off of being able to play shows and being to interact with people and being able to you know hug people's necks who are coming out and spending money on on our shows and buying merch and stuff and um, I am missing that whole aspect. And for me, I feel like I'm missing a whole part of myself. And so trying to create some kind of creative space within uh, a different environment so that I can still be uh, productive in that vein. That was a really long answer. <laughs> no, no, definitely. Definitely a great answer. Would you be um, touring and recording right now? If it weren't for this? Uh, not recording. I, I, I don't have any equipment uh, here back at home in North Carolina. Uh, all the recording that I do with my producer and everything is in Nashville, where I usually spend most of my time. Um, so the, the extent of the recording process is voice memos on my telephone. Hey, um, ooh, which nothing wrong with probably that. Probably two months later, 
whenever I go back to listen to them, I'm going to think, oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, if we weren't uh, being forced home right now, would you be uh, maybe doing some sessions and uh, some touring right now? Definitely. Um, you know, I've had multiple shows over the past three weeks or so get canceled that I was traveling for out of Nashville, whether I was coming back home or going elsewhere. Um, and I feel like every day I'm opening up my email to, you know, another venue or another festival saying, Hey, I'm so sorry. We hate to do this. We've tried to hold off as long as possible, but you know, it, it, the government with, with laws and, and people's health and safety um, in our hands, you know, we've got to, and, and it's breaking their hearts just as much as it's breaking ours. And so, yeah, if it was normal, I would be starting to gear up. I mean, this is today's April, today's the beginning of April. Uh, and so this is the beginning of, you know, the ramp up of spring starting to tour the, the start of, you know, festivals and stuff like that. And so, um, yeah, I'd be hitting the road here pretty soon. I'd be in the middle of rehearsals. I'd be, uh, you know, doing demo work in Nashville while I could, while I was still writing. And um, so it, it kind of breaks my heart. Yeah. I totally. I totally empathize with that. You know, but I bet you it makes you feel good to be able to be home and be with your family. Not a lot of people, I come I come from New York. Luckily, we were able to get out and come home here to my parents. But there are a lot of people in New York that, uh, for one reason or another, had to isolate in their apartments. And they can't be with family. So I think that's a fair trade, more than a fair trade at this point. Absolutely. And and whenever everything kind of started breaking loose, because I've been home now for uh, about two and a half weeks. And after everything really kind of started getting serious, and I realized that these stay-at-home orders or shelter-in-place orders were, you know, there was a prospect of those being put into place. I was like, okay, if I've got to be shut up with somebody, like I love all of my friends in Nashville, I love my roommate, but everybody in Nashville was kind of dispersing and doing the same thing, and I was like, I, I need to be with my family because I was having breakdowns every day and calling my parents crying, like, what do I do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it's I needed to be home to mama's cooking and to daddy's love and all that stuff. <laughs> it's definitely a scary time. And, and I know most artists are able to be physically active doing it whenever they can or they want. Whereas now it's like you're forced not to do it and you have to come up with another creative way to actually be able to be in your element. Yeah. And, and, you know, right now, Everybody is just kind of clinging to, I feel like everybody is clinging to the, the virtual concert aspect, whether it is Facebook Live or, uh, you know, some people have gotten super creative and been able to create a space where people can buy tickets and go into virtual concerts or doing, you know, like VR stuff, uh, which absolutely blows my mind. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I feel like right now, since this whole situation is so new that's really the only thing that I've been seeing and people are just clinging to it uh, because that's really the only way that we have to still reach fans um, and right now more than ever ever people are on their phones and their own social media because they're trying to kill time and stay entertained in some way 
or another. So, um, yeah, it's just been, you know, taking it day by day. Right. And how you've been around, uh, you know, the, these writers circuits, uh, you know, like the Bluebird and all these places in Nashville, we get to meet people and now you have to do it telecommuting. It, it's just got to be totally a different vibe and, and a different, uh, a different normal right now. Absolutely. I mean, right now I'm leaning more on my co-writers that I, I've had a relationship with for years, you know, um, I tell people all the time that co-writing, especially co-writing with a new person, is like going on a blind date. And if I were dating somebody, I would not want to go on a first date with somebody via FaceTime or Zoom. And so right now I'm not I'm not writing with new people um, because I feel like, you know, very much a big part of songwriting is the, the one-on-one, the being in the same room, having that shared creative space going um and once you develop a relationship with a writer a friend whatever um that can be created through something like skype or something which i've been doing but right now i've i've held off on you know trying to write with new people just because that's a very special thing to me and um i don't think you can recreate that over facetime or something like that right no certainly can't and you mentioned you moved to Nashville about five years ago. That's a big leap for a lot of people, especially coming from a, a tight-knit family environment. You say you come from a farm. What led to that decision? When did you know you had to go? And how hard was it uh, to make that decision and to get yourself settled in Nashville? It was uh, scary. <laughs> <laughs> I, I come from a, a town of about 3,000 people, and usually people don't leave here. And so, um, whenever, after I graduated high school, I was looking into colleges and trying to figure out how, uh, I knew I wanted to do music and I was just trying to figure out the best way to be able to weave that into my life, um, in a way that was reassuring for my parents, probably number one and number two, Mm -hmm. fulfilling for me. And, uh, I've always sang country music. I tell people all the time, with an accent like mine, you can't get away with doing much more. And so I knew country music <laughs> was mm-hmm. the only option. Uh, it's in my heart. It's in my soul. Um, and so Nashville was the obvious first choice for me. And so I started looking at colleges in Nashville. Um, and ultimately, I settled on Belmont University there. I fell in love with uh, everything that they did and Uh, I went there as a music business student and got a degree there. And so there was a, an element of a safety net whenever I moved to Nashville, knowing that I wasn't moving there, you know, cold, uh, but that I was moving there as a a college freshman in an environment where there were a lot of other people who were in the same situation as me um, and who could empathize with how I was feeling at that moment. So there was a, a bit of, I mean, obviously I was scared to death because I was going to college, first of all, and I was moving 500 miles from home, which nobody ever does. My sister went to college literally seven miles down the street from where I live here in North Carolina. So whenever I said I was moving to a different state, everybody looked at me like, are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it happens. Absolutely. So 
what's new for you? What what are you working on? I see you're doing some live streams. Uh, you're doing uh, now. This won't air before then, but I see you're doing uh, KWHW. Going to be streaming tonight. How are you keeping yourself busy, and what can we expect from you as far as new music uh, in the future once this is all over? Well, definitely this year uh, is new music coming. We're we're coming off the end of the last single, Water Down the Whiskey, which uh, back in January we released the music video for it, and it, it mm-hmm. peaked at number 29 on the Music Row charts. And, you know, I'm coming off – I did a radio tour for that at the end of last year, and so – um, as that is kind of, you know, making its final turn, obviously people are still listening to it and I'm still loving it and so grateful for it. But uh, we are coming up on, you know, in the the process of what the next single is and we're working on trying to create um, a plan for that. And I'm, I'm very much uh, trying to be diligent about that because I want to be mindful um, and respect the fact that our country is kind of in a, and the whole world is in a very weird situation right now. And I don't want to seem insensitive to that by, um, you know, plowing right through and, and just doing business as usual. But, you know, there's also, everybody is kind of, we're all being, we can all be pulled together in one sense with music. And so, you know, right now I'm kind of toying back and forth between, okay, how do I balance this? When does it come out? When's the right time? Um, so we're kind of working on that, but in the meantime, just playing shows, uh, virtual shows as much as we can and trying to continue to reach as many people as possible. So once hopefully this uh, virus is gone and all the travel bans are lifted and the gathering bans are lifted, that uh, we can hit the road um, full force and make the most of the rest of 2020 that we have and Pray to God this thing doesn't come back again. <laughs> yeah, right. Because that—that's the scary part. Absolutely. We all able to get back together and get out there. Can, can this or will this re, you know, rehash us? Um, tell us about water down the whiskey a little more. It's so haunting. It's a beautiful single. <laughs> uh, it is. I tell people all the time. It's my sassy girl song. Um, <laughs> this is this came from a co-write with uh, my co-writer Mike Astrakhan in Nashville uh, and it was actually the first time we'd ever written together and uh, I came in with the title and I knew that I wanted it to be some sort of breakup ballad not ballad but anthem um, for people whether guy or girl I feel like you know the, the storyline of this song is you finding yourself in a situation where your significant other who you're in a relationship with is just kind of, they're falling away. They're, they're falling out of love with you slowly and you're picking up on the signs of that. And, uh, nobody deserves or wants to be drugged through the dirt, um, or strung along. And so this, the song is just kind of you telling that other person that you will be okay without them, that your whole world doesn't revolve around them. But, uh, that they, if they're going to break up with you, they just need to go ahead and do it and, uh, you know, grow up and be adults about it. And that was, you know, trying to create the, the independent side of, of all that, because I feel like there's so many breakup songs, um, either people are blowing up and, and like setting their stuff to fire or they're breaking down and crying, but I feel like nobody ever really talks about the the fact of 
you know, just trying to pick yourself up by the bootstraps, which is very much how I was raised and, and doing that and just kind of carrying yourself along. Yeah, definitely. Mm. That's wonderful. So we're so glad that you're staying safe and uh, that you've made time for us. Oh my gosh. I wish I could. uh, I wish I lived on a farm. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) All the space. I'm currently looking out (laughs) over a pond right now. We've been fishing in. So minus, minus the milking the cow parts. I don't think I'd like that part. Well, yeah, we don't have cows. (laughs) We have horses. Okay. That's a little better. That's good. Oh, horses. Love horses. Well, you go back to enjoying those horses. Thank you so much for making the time for us today. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, this was a lot of fun talking to you, seriously. And we wish you nothing but the best. Thank y'all. And I hope y'all stay safe and healthy. God bless you with those kids. You know, I promise there is a lot at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> ah, she's great. Oh, buddy. She's great. She's going to be 10. She's just got to watch her mouth a little bit. But otherwise, we're good. Oh. <laughs> Oh yeah, but he has his hands full. But she's she could also be really wonderful. She's she's quite mature for her age, but that's a whole and other conversation. She might she wants she wants to move to Nashville herself because she sings and plays. So, oh, yeah. that's yeah. amazing. Well, it's a great place to be. I love it. Yeah, you know, I hope these people that we're interviewing, these folks who are so generous with their time, aren't getting upset with us that we're not focusing entirely on the music because to me. You could do a million different interviews. You could do a million interviews about the music, ask the same questions. This time, this moment that we're in right now, to focus on how is this affecting you as an artist, that's what I really enjoy about doing these interviews. Yeah, and its I don't think they are because it's an unprecedented event. I mean, this has mm-hmm. never happened in the history of the world where you just shut everything down for at least the length of time. And, and I know in a previous interview... Um, you know, you asked uh, the artist how it was uh, compared to 9-11. And yep. yes, everything kind of stopped in its tracks, but businesses still ran. Like, it, non-essential businesses ran. Now, essential businesses can only be open. Schools are out. It's just a weird freaking time. So every artist is going to experience pretty much the same thing. It just depends on how they want to move forward with it. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's it for today. I'm Matt. And I'm Buddy with the Music Universe podcast. Thanks for listening and be sure to check out themusicuniverse.com. 